0: Hello, welcome to Ona, Ross, and Carrie, the show where we don't just report on fringe science, spirituality, claims of the paranormal, no way, we take part ourselves.
1: Yep. When they make the claims, we show up so you don't have to. I'm Ross Blatcher.
0: I'm Ella Poppy.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's Ella.
0: Yeah, there's my doggie. She's in my lap. I'm Carrie Poppy.
1: That's right. So many poppies.
0: That's right.
1: Especially after these rains.
0: That's true. There's been super blooms in California. Pretty.
1: Yeah, yeah it's everywhere. Cool. Yeah, California looks so pretty right now. Anyways. You can see them from space. We're back. To, really?
0: Yes. I Whoa. saw a space picture where they were like, see this faint orange? <gasps> That's your poppies.
1: Amazing.
0: And I was like, oh, I, I've been surveilled.
1: <laughs> you know what else is amazing? Mm. Twin Ray.
0: God, the segways.
1: The segways are so good.
0: I, You know, I never know when it's coming. They're so
1: good. They're so big you can see them from space.
0: <laughs> Twin Ray, it is amazing. It is a guru that is made up of two people. <laughs>
1: That's right. And we've been sharing our experience with them at the Conscious Life Expo, uh, but also just more interesting information we found about them because, boy, is it a gift that keeps on giving. Mm. I don't know, just the more you learn about Twin Ray, the weirder and stranger and bigger their story gets. Totally. And there's not too much of it out there all in one place. Mm So we're going to try to wrap it all up today, our major findings and make this our final episode of Twin Ray. But, you know, if something big happens, maybe we'll talk about them again.
0: How did you spend your last couple of weeks in your relationship with Twin Ray?
1: Well, funny you should mention relationships. Mm. Because at the Conscious Life Expo, the day after we saw them, they gave another lecture on 5D ascended relationships. Oh, cool. And actually, the the one that we both attended was a free lecture. Right. And this was one of those premium workshops where you Forty dollars uh, usually, forty-five bucks. Yeah, you had to fork over to hear them talk about relationships,
0: as if they aren't constantly doing that. But maybe they're going to put a finer point on it.
1: Yes, and and in fact, when they started with this, they said, "Oh, we've never really talked about this before."
0: Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay.
1: So they're like, speci- I kind of
0: disagree with them about that, but okay.
1: They're specifically focusing on quality relationships, long-lasting relationships, romantic
0: ones, and, I assume. Yeah. Yes. Yes.
1: I think that is the main thrust. But also, I think they would easily say, well, it also applies to all relationships. Sure, sure, Uh, sure.
0: It's like when someone's like, a woman should do X and Y and Z. And then you're like, just women? And they're like, oh, men too. mm -hmm. Well, wait, why did you? (laughs) <laughs> then why did, you, why did you phrase it like that?
1: Mostly women, but uh, if you want to mm, bring in some men, then we'll all, allow All
0: right, fine. Sure. For the purposes of you not getting mad at me, sure.
1: So they're going to give us four key aspects for setting up a long, sustainable relationship. And yeah, it does, I think, mostly signify a romantic relationship. Got it. And then they're also going to have four levels of of flame mates
0: okay cool
1: yeah sounds exciting sounds already like right
0: when you like get mad at each other on the internet
1: oh yeah sure a yeah. flame match maybe
0: yeah you're flame mate <laughs> that's kind of a nice way to think of it when someone's jumping down your throat and you're like we're Aww. actually we're mates right now you're
1: my, you're flame, my flame mate, mate. <laughs> yeah oh,
0: that's sometimes nice.
1: sometimes you're my playmate right now you're my flame oh, mate oh yeah hey all okay, right okay okay well, that's good enough that's it for our show <laughs>
0: both feel a little better
1: okay so i gotta admit neither of us attended this lecture because we just seen twin ray and we're like well now they're talking about relationships i'm gonna go see david avocado wolf
0: yeah there was just stuff at the same time we really needed to catch
1: i think you went to see gail thackeray
0: okay could be
1: but i was in the room where they were going to be setting up because i had the just room
0: where it happened
1: I, that's right the wow. room where it happened the
0: room where it happened
1: this time they were putting them in the big room
0: where it happened I want to right. do this the whole time. The,
1: the La Jolla room. Okay. So that's the major room where we saw Bashar, where the previous year- Oh, yeah, that's year, a big
0: room. We saw Linda Moulton Howe there.
1: Right. That's where I saw Deborah King the previous year. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this is like big speaker, big time. Oh, yeah, we also saw-
0: Kimberly. Meredith. Kimberly, yeah. Kimberly Meredith, in yes. In that room.
1: So this is the big keynotes, the people where they expect a big audience and you can cram in- 500 people if Mm -hmm, you need to mm -hmm. and this was for the paid event so kind of interesting. But But, So
0: you were able to find a video of it.
1: Yes so thankfully the Conscious Life Expo this was one of the first videos that they posted online was Hmm. this 5G ascended relationship so I was like cool get to see what they were uh, presenting that second day at the Conscious Life Expo so yeah I was in there right beforehand listening to a Paul Hynek lecture Mm -hmm. which I'll be excited to tell everyone about Uh, I was sort of waiting around to talk to him and then as they often do at the Conscious Life Expo, they're like, Okay, everybody, get out. Like over oh, the loudspeaker. Yes. Make room. We have only
0: seriously, we're serious about this. You've we, got to go. We
1: have 10 minutes and we need to set up. And I could already see uh, over in the corner there was a white couch they were going to you know put that up on the stage and this time instead of the big angry red fish artwork that they Mm -hmm. were in front of when we saw them there was this uh the green kind of um Rorschach test almost like a Mm, a, yes gold filigreed green ink blot design
0: yes okay
1: because it was kind of mirrored like that and had the random shapes uh so I don't think twin ray had anything to do with that because that would be behind all of the speakers so that was a conscious life conscious decision but But anyways, they brought out the same white couch covered in white cloth, covered in white pillows, draped underneath with white fur, which feels a little weird to me at like this kind of hippy-dippy convention Mm. that you would have a big white fur rug.
0: Yeah, if it were real, yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't know if it was, but seems kind of a weird aesthetic. Uh, But again, they're kind of white pillows and them wearing white and cream.
0: I would hate to commit to this aesthetic if I... Menstruated. Good point. Yeah.
1: Maybe the layers help.
0: Yeah, maybe. Man, I'd be so nervous yeah. like a quarter of my whole life.
1: Yeah. It's yeah. a it's a gamble. Yeah. But I bet Girl Ray is deeply in tune with her cycles.
0: That's true. I'm sure she knows they're coming.
1: So they came into this song were, were, which I had definitely heard at Rhythmia mm-hmm. and it's kind of popular in these circles so we're all kind of grooving out and as Miananda does We all
0: meaning you watching this video?
1: Yeah and I'm okay. sure everybody in the audience you know because it was yeah, playing yeah. for a long time but then Miyananda, you know she gets up there and she starts kind of rocking out with her eyes closed and everything so I guess by we I mean me and Miananda me Oh
0: yeah okay. We are having a moment the yeah.
1: yeah I feel like we're already at least on level two <laughs> Of this four level relationship system.
0: So, yeah, what was this? What was the basic thrust of this thing?
1: So, as I mentioned, we're going to give you tips to have an ascended relationship.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay.
1: And then we're going to talk about the four levels and also, of course, tie this to this whole system that we have of ascendance that they talked about in the previous talk. Okay. I can't fault them for not having a syllabus. Okay, great. And again, they were wearing all white, but it was different all white from the other day. So, they've got multiple all white outfits. And we were just noticing that Sanandaji, Boy Ray, that he has quite the complement of tattoos all over his torso. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. Torso. Like maybe say aloha.
1: I think you, you're right about that, that there's like this kind of script that's sort of forming like a low-lying necklace. Like around, a,
0: Like a lei. Yeah. I think it's supposed to look like a uh, lei. Oh, yeah. yeah. That,
1: that seems like kind of a repeated aloha, aloha, aloha mm-hmm. kind of thing. I, I would believe that. And then, yes, some pretty big illustrations. So I'm guessing he also always kind of covers that up with his. Yeah,
0: you don't see that white garb very obviously, anyway. Not saying they like put you know makeup on it per se, but
1: so the same lady who had introduced them uh, when we saw them, Mm -hmm. I, I think her name was Deborah. It was okay, but I also thought I'd make the Beck reference. I think her name was Deborah. Oh, I don't know that song. Oh, okay. She was speaking glowingly of them and saying that they. Not only are our amazing ascension teachers, international teachers who have come to the planet to be wayshowers, but they're oh, wow. a, they're a demonstration <laughs> of what it's like to be in an ascended relationship.
0: Okay, yeah, and great.
1: I may make additional nods to it, but I'll just say now I got this feeling from Miananda and Sananda G that I don't know they didn't seem too thrilled with each other. <laughs> during this talk Oh really? about relationships yeah, Oh and I, fun and I could totally be reading into this but sure. I just didn't see them making a lot of eye contact with each other mm. and I I don't know, I was just feeling a little more irritation between them than I normally get. Okay, So yeah. part of my brain just kept thinking, oh, they probably just had a big fight. And now they have to yep. give this talk on relationships. Oh
0: man, I always think this has got to be so brutal. If you tie <laughs> a project to your relationship and then every relationship goes through ups and downs, I'm mm-hmm. like, oh man, if it's like a romantic relationship and you're telling people how to do love, oh man.
1: Yeah, I'm reminded of these the uh, stress. these people who had like a business uh, talking about relationships and then they had to announce online their divorce and
0: oh man
1: yeah that's um, yeah a little awkward
0: totally who are you thinking of
1: Rachel and David Hollis he he left his job at Disney to support. Her work and kind oh, of focused wow. full time on this relationship advice. And then he tragically died early. Anyways, so th- that's, a, that's a whole aside. But it's what but I think. You mean of-
0: they broke up and then he died. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah, those, oh, man.
1: Those two things were not linked.
0: Rough. Rough. Yeah, so they're in a bad mood, but they're <laughs> yeah. telling you what to do.
1: Yeah, I'd, every now and then I would get this little glimmer of him being a little annoyed with what she was saying. Mm. Or there, there would just be kind of this moment of like, oh, I guess we should show a little affection right now that we're talking about affection. <laughs> right. other, otherwise, we're kind of like slightly facing our bodies away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the body language oh, wasn't,
0: stilted. Okay. wasn't
1: great. So Sanandaji, when he kicked this off, said that this is the first time we've talked in public about this topic okay so he wants to inspire all of us but also create a template and a framework and to see that natural unfoldment
0: of course (laughs)
1: of course and he said you'll see that it's really just the inside and he kind of paused there and she said
0: (laughs) inside
1: she said job inside job and, oh okay like, sure whatever it's
0: like man i, <laughs> yeah, I inside really job. yeah i really uh wound that one up for you <laughs> swinging a miss dear.
1: like you know kind of laughed and i'm sure inside job inside service yes <laughs> then she said and to understand a sacred union oh this was another thing she was doing throughout this talk was kind of speaking a little faster and then sort of catching yeah. herself and then like oh, slowing down the that's sentence. that's right.
0: I just remembered my character game. I think
1: I caught her doing this at least three times. So. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> she picked a really awkward accent. Now she's got to kind of yeah. stick with it. She said,
2: In order to understand a sacred union, you must also understand the sacred universe. And what what is the sacred universe? How do you walk in reverence? How do you experience the sacredness of your life as it is right now? Not as you wish for it to be, not as one day it may become, but as it is in this very moment, the sacred breath, the sacred existence, that you exist is sacred. And so, bringing everything back to that quintessence.
0: Quintessence, like five essences.
1: Yeah, well, and quintessential can also be like the, oh,
0: quintessential, the best yes. example
1: of something. So I think okay. I think yep. that's she's trying to allude to both of those things. Got it. it. Okay. It's a five dollar word. She says that's vital before we begin. So they talk about just after they shared their vows in 2017 that in the camera footage of that, they later on discovered this distortion field, this pattern, which I still really want to see this image. Yeah. I'm a, you have like
0: a really expensive, nice website. Can you put it there?
1: That would be great. Even make an Instagram post. Yeah. But I'm guessing it, it'll be something along the lines of like a ghost orb, you know, like some sort of photographic yeah. lens flare or but something like that. why wouldn't they
0: already have that on their website? You've got like Evidence of the Divine?
1: They might have even showed it in the room, but I couldn't see the TV screen. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I I won't criticize them for not showing it. They may have. But they were talking about essentially some physical manifestation of this amazing moment that was happening between them and that it could be explained as uh, an effect of the cosmic dragon lines, of Mm. cymatic vibrations, crystalline structure, all these things that we've heard about. I
0: Would love to see it.
1: Then Girl Ray tells us, Divine unions can't exist in a place of conflict. Mm. In a place where there is so much density. Mm. Divine union is pure light, mm. pure love, mm. unconditional in its most truest sense of the word.
0: Unconditional in its most truest sense of the Okay, all right. Yeah, Fine. yeah.
1: Unconditional love, sure. Maybe. Great. Maybe. And she ties this into expectations and maybe this relationship is giving you things that you weren't expecting. Do you still have expectations? What does it mean if you don't have expectations? Yeah. There we go. She's, okay,
0: so we're back on this sort of non-attachment concept they've talked about before.
1: Yeah, right. And not predefining what you expect out of something, in this yeah. case, relationships. I think also that's a, a nice convenient way, just like if, People's lives aren't nicely following this beautiful plan that we would all expect for a relationship. That you can say, ah, oh, but my expectations aren't the standard. You know, the universe is giving me what I need in this mm, moment. Yes, That's yes. Seem to be the feel of it.
0: But I see the healthy angle of that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: All right. So uh, Sananda G says, we'll be covering the four key aspects that set up a long, sustainable relationship.
0: Okay, With- four aspects.
1: And <laughs> he tells us, even if it is long-lasting, sometimes the contracts are complete, and oh right, so he, so, so
0: sometimes your relationship ends, right.
1: And yeah. you know it served its purpose, mm-hmm. uh, but I just thought again with the body language and the way they're talking, are you about to announce your <laughs> breakup or something?
0: Oh wow, okay.
1: But I feel like someday this may be their out when their relationship does crumble. And yeah, I, I mean know. it'll be
0: it would be a fair enough out under normal circumstances, mm-hmm. right? Relationships do end. does not enough to me? It was bad. Blah blah blah. But they're setting it up like we are gods, and our relationship is like the lifeblood of our godhood. Right,
1: and it's got a pedigree of multiple previous lifetimes yeah. and we are intended to be together but still i think if they broke up tomorrow they would say okay well we accomplished what we needed to yes we have fulfilled the cosmic dragon lines but i don't know what do you give them carrie like if you had to guess how long do you think twin ray will remain
0: i don't know why i feel like i'm a little more confident than you are in them yeah um okay so they got married in 2017 so it's already been six years yeah oh uh, Hey, I don't know. I feel like this is going to be a long relationship. Okay. I'll give them 14 total years. Okay. They're together six now. So eight more years,
1: 2031. 2031. Okay. Well, whatever I do, I got to undercut you. Okay. (laughs) So I'm going to say 2027. Okay. All right. Those are our predictions. Mm, I don't feel like this is sustainable as a model.
0: Okay. See, I also want to claim like sticking together maybe i should just bet on that
1: yeah well you know what
0: i'll do it i'm gonna bet for these kids these crazy kids i believe in you i think they're gonna go to the grave together
1: oh okay all right bet on the side yeah. of love and now i'm just the mean jerk
0: <laughs> i mean i just is
1: rooting for their <laughs> disillusion
0: okay i didn't know it was a root
1: <laughs> no i'm just predicting i'm i wish them happiness
0: Yeah, I I just didn't, I I think think maybe if I saw this thing you saw, Mm -hmm. maybe things had changed, but I didn't, I didn't look at them and go like, woof, you two are done for. I felt like you guys have some special weird thing going on. I don't know. The shape of it,
1: and of course, every relationship goes through its ups and its downs. Mm, so, sure, and I could totally be reading into this. So, all right, well, we've registered our. Pretty, so, wait, are you extending from your twenty thirty one? I'd saying, like
0: to have anything longer than your bet up until <laughs> <laughs> up until and including death.
1: Well, okay, <laughs> very convenient.
0: Yeah, I think so. All right, I C- think it is.
1: Congratulations Thank on that! Thank
0: you so much. Okay, here's here's what I'll predict. They do not die in a suicide pact. Limiting.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's just a little addendum to your yeah, prediction? Yeah, okay. I'm pulling,
0: pulling a little bit off of my um, tremendous odds I've given myself.
1: Uh, so here's one thing. Yep. Don't try to find love in somebody else. That's one thing oh, that they're saying. Oh, interesting.
0: Okay. Yeah,
1: so love huh. is your true nature. So Hmm.
0: Okay This kind of matches With what I'm going to be Telling you about my class Okay. Okay
1: Okay Okay So when they say love They also mean God Consciousness Awareness What? And of course, we all know-
0: This is not good use of language. When
1: they say God, they also mean- Kiwi Herman. G- generation Operation Destruction.
0: <laughs> What's that from again? From them. That was them. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's right.
1: Or the grand original design.
0: Okay. Well,
1: so everything means many other things. Yeah. And they just have to remind us of that every now and then. I mean, part of that feels thought-stopping to me.
0: Ew, totally. Just sort
1: of like, oh, and of course, when I say this one thing, I mean four other abstract <laughs> Oh, absolutely. "Uh, uh, What?
0: Yeah, it's like, it almost feels like language is just a part of this experience. It's not, it's a, they're not using language for its original purpose. They're using it as like a lulling machine. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think lulling keeps coming up because it's a good description for what's happening. Yeah. Okay. But love has to be found within. Okay. and, And relationships are a tool to find deeper layers within. Okay. And, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. this is kind sure. of resonating with me. I can see that. I yeah, that. that's a healthy way to look at relationships. Mm-hmm. And they have many ways of saying it. But essentially, like in Shrek, we are like onions. We have layers.
0: As Shrek once said. Yeah.
1: Zananda G had been saying these points for a while. And then Shakina Ma breaks in and she says, Is that relationship a distraction or a destiny? That is the question. Thanks. Okay.
0: Oh, actually, I kind of follow that. Yeah, do you? Oh, no. This keeps happening where I'm like, oh, no, I understand this. (laughs) Um, Okay. I think that one is saying. Every relationship is either your twin flame relationship or Mm -hmm. it's a distraction from you finding your real person.
1: Oh, I I agree. There is content to what she said. It's just he had already kind of stated this and then she rephrased it and then identified her question as that is the question. Oh, I see. Okay. Thanks. Oh, gotcha. gotcha.
3: It's important to mention with relationships, are they distracting or are they destiny? Certain relationships might be distracting in life.
2: That's the main question for today. Is the relationship a distraction or is it a destiny? And how do you know the difference?
1: Yeah. Sanandaji tells us, well, we believe that the main point of this life is liberation. And I thought, phew, well, you've both achieved it because both of them are liberated spiritual beings. Yeah, yeah. But I guess they're trying to uh, help us with that.
0: I got to say also in these United States, that feels like a dog whistle.
1: Oh, like just the, the individual and- Yeah,
0: just like liberation, being, freedom, I don't know. Being Those...
1: independent and free of any dependencies. Yeah, needs. it's
0: just, I immediately think, oh, this person runs a business, doesn't like regulation.
1: huh. Um, okay.
0: It's sort of on the- fringe of right wing but not quite I don't know I just like immediately have a vision in my head of the person who uses that kind of language
1: okay I think that would be compatible with what we know of them he kind of restates a lot of things here but he ends with each relationship is about service
0: Mm, the jewel in the rock of attainment that's right Hmm. as we okay. learned
1: from the Aetherius Society.
0: Who we also saw at Conscious Life Expo, by the way. Oh, that's right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they had a booth downstairs. Yeah. And I walked- Some
0: selling books.
1: And also giving like free, what looked like it would be a massage. You sit in a chair, but it was just sort of like an energy adjustment thing.
0: Oh God, okay.
1: And I was walking by and I saw the picture and the lady was kind of looking expectantly at me. And I just said, oh, is that Sir George King? And she said- Yes. Uh, I
0: think I did the same thing probably <laughs> to the same woman. She was so
1: excited that someone recognized <laughs> yeah, yeah, Sir yeah. George King and she said, "Are you are you a member?" And I said, "Well, yeah." <laughs> and she said, like, "Oh, come on." I by.
0: don't think you guys have removed me.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Come by later and I'll give you a free energy, whatever Uh, it was. Oh, thank you. And I don't know. She wasn't there when I stopped by later. But you're right. They were downstairs at the Conscious Life Expo.
0: Okay. So every relationship is a service. Yeah. I mean, that's a good way to think of it. Sure. Acts of service is uh, one of Drew's favorite love languages. Every single day he asks me, what can I do for you today? Oh, that's very
1: yeah. nice. Not apropos of that, but Shikina Ma then goes into this whole thing about what would it be like if you lived all of your moments in and from your heart? I don't know how that uh-huh. follows the service comment, but.
2: <laughs> Neither does Eunice pissed.
1: She had us all close our eyes and feel and come into our hearts.
2: Close your eyes for just a moment, really just a couple of moments and feel right now come into your hearts Come into your heart, all of you. Good. Mm -hmm. It can be beautiful and it can be painful in there, but either way, there's beauty waiting. Good.
0: Okay.
1: Thank you, Shikinama.
0: Yeah, it just seems like all of this is just restatement to get us back to that same blissful feeling they're trying to evoke.
1: Funny that you'd mention bliss. Sananda G says, nothing can beat the bliss of being. Imagine a life where everything you experienced was in perfect harmony, perfect wholeness, not a fairy tale. That is within potential for all of you to achieve.
0: These people ever mention drugs?
1: Not in any of the talks that I've heard them give. Yeah, But of course we know that young Sananda G met one of his collaborators at an ayahuasca Oh, ceremony. that's right.
0: Yeah. They just got such a, you know, kind of stoner vibe.
1: And I don't have anything to back this up, but I've heard rumors that he is now kind of experimenting with plant blends that he's offering to followers. Oh,
0: wow. Big if true. Okay. Un-
1: uncertain composition. But Ugh. yeah, I don't okay. I don't have too much on that. So I'll just leave it there.
0: Big if true.
1: But yeah, they, they're not generally talking about mood altering substances. OK. But Shakina Ma says, and this is where your magnets begin. Oh, OK. This is where you magnetize. Mm -hmm. So that had something to do with staying in your heart space. So uh, she had like this whole illustration. And again, he seemed maybe a little irritated with this, but she mentioned, okay, if you're at the top of the mountain and you throw a boomerang, and, okay. and then you start descending down the mountain. The boomerang is going to come back and you're not going to be there to catch it.
0: And he's like, oh, my fake Australian wife, you <laughs> piece of shit. You clearly <laughs> never used a boomerang well. <laughs> oh, my God. This but, is embarrassing. But then
1: she messes up that illustration by saying, OK, we're talking about Magnetizing, so you need to become magnetized so the boomerang comes back to you no matter where you are. And, like, okay, well, what was the whole point of the illustration? Uh, but yeah, I
0: just start speaking.
1: It just did seem funny with him coming from Australia for her to totally uh, use the boomerang as an analogy. She's like,
0: let me try another metaphor you've got a didgeridoo. A koala comes up to you and is like, can I play it? And you're like, no, I have to throw my boomerang and then I have to eat. uh What's that stuff called? Um, Vegemite? Vegemite. We need to eat some Vegemite on some toast. And then a
1: platypus is walking around. That. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the dingo ate the baby.
1: Oh, I do have to report. Yeah. After lo these many years of being a fan of the platypus, yes. I, I have finally met Two real life platypuses. Ah! Yeah. Ah. So many listeners heard me mention before that I'd never seen them, and they told me, "Hey, there are a couple of them—a right. uh, male and a female—at the San Diego Zoo Safari Park."
0: Talk about five D relationships, right?
1: Actually, I, I don't know are why they, I'm agreeing to that. Are
0: are the two platypi platypuses, platypuses in a romantic relationship? Well- Can you tell?
1: I think that was the Do intention. they fertilize
0: each other's eggs?
1: They have, not fer- <laughs> they have not fertilized each other's eggs.
0: Oh, oh.
1: Yet. Uh, oh, okay. So give them time. We'll see.
0: Unconsummated.
1: Anyways, it was very exciting. I got to see them up close. Aw,
0: congrats. And oh, they did just- Did anyone get you any good platypus books recently? Yes. Good.
1: One person did. Okay.
0: No details necessary. She's, Thank she's you.
1: She's very proud of having found it. It looks like an amazing book. Like okay, very-
0: but tell me about the animals. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so uh they, they move around so fast all the time. They're just oh, really? constantly like flipping around in the water. Oh, like
0: a hummingbird at butt of the sea.
1: Yes, that's okay. a very good way of saying it. Thank you. And and a lot of people there remarked on how small they are. Huh. I, I think it, people expect them to be bigger. They're usually like that's six, what she said. 16 inches to two feet long. Okay. Apparently the Tasmanian ones are bigger. Wow. Uh, but, but these were yeah, these were small. Yeah. And um cute. Yeah, they're just constantly like just this frenetic energy.
0: Yeah, cute. And
1: my wife and i we were looking at them and her favorite animal is the turtle and we're like oh this is so appropriate for
0: us
1: (laughs) she is the turtle in this relationship i am the move around move around flipping around going this way now platypus so uh, yeah it was very fun and uh they're adorable it was amazing and all these kids wanted to get in the way while i'm trying to sit there and observe these platypuses that's how they are just kidding it's fine i'm glad they were excited it was a very popular exhibit okay anyways i got to see them thank you listeners Moving back, so it was funny. I I, again may have been reading into the energy there, but I don't know if he was thrilled with her giving the boomerang (laughs) analogy. Okay, so here's the framework. These are the four key aspects. Okay. Number one. Number
0: one.
1: Right place. Okay. You have to be in the right you have place.
0: To stand over your husband while he's meditating. He looks up <laughs> into the sun and he sees you, okay?
1: Yeah, I mean, just to boil it down and not use all their flowery language, you're talking about getting yourself into a healthy place personally where you're ready for a relationship.
0: Oh, okay. I thought it was going to be like go to spiritual events so that you meet someone who has those same mm. interests as you, be in the same place. If
1: anything, it was kind of like a, a message of don't force it. Don't even okay. like try to find it. Just
0: uh, yes. focus on get- when you're not looking, you'll find it. Yeah,
1: yeah. And you hear this doing a lot, things yeah. that you should. This was a good little bit of wordplay. He was saying, the deeper you go into yourself, the more you have intimacy.
0: Okay, I agree
1: with that. Into me, you see.
0: Oh. <laughs> That's one of his best ones. Yeah, I was. I
1: was like, mm.
0: okay, into me, you see. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Well done, boy, Ray. And then you let down your defenses and you can find power in being vulnerable. So, all right. I mean, all of this sounds pretty good.
0: Yeah, sure. I mean, it's like pretty basic, but I'm loving the language.
1: (laughs) Shakina Ma's addition to this was,
2: Can you be fully vulnerable if you might get hurt? There's no guarantees you won't. But if you don't try, you will absolutely be hurt. Because a closed heart is always hurting, even if one doesn't know it.
0: You know what I love about this is that this is the lesson of every single season of The Bachelor. Oh, okay. Every single contestant is like, I just learned you have to be more vulnerable. Like, you have to be open. You have to be vulnerable. And it's just such an obvious lesson. I'm just like, yeah, this show's been on 16 years.
1: You haven't read Brene Brown by now?
0: Yeah. Anyway, okay. They agree. Vulnerable. Got it.
1: So he tells a little bit of their story and how they met. He said, this is really my journey that we're describing here, to be completely honest. (laughs) Oh, okay. He went to the... Himalayas, renounced everything, let go of his possessions. Okay. They, everyone had a good laugh at that. And he said, no more relationships, like I'm done with all of that. And he was in a cave. And this time they specified which cave he was in. Okay. It was Vashishtha's Cave. V-A-S-H-I-S-T-H apostrophe S. I'm spelling it out because the way he said it. I spelled it wrong like four different ways before Mm. I finally figured out which cave he was talking about along the Ganges. So there you go. You can look it up. I now know what that cave looks like. Where he was, he was meditating, and then her visage appeared to him as a glowing light. She wasn't there in case you've heard us telling the story and reasonably assuming that a real human being was there with him and that it was her. No, she just appeared to him. Oh,
0: I really thought that.
1: Okay, nope, she wasn't oh. there. She was off in some other country.
0: Oh, so when he <laughs> saw her later, this is a false memory. Uh-huh. If if he if he even thinks it happened, but okay, so later, <laughs> Carrie just had the her. biggest eye uh, roll when she. Realized sorry, this. I just never put this together. Okay, so later <laughs> he meets her and he's like, "You're the lady from my meditation."
4: Yep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, and I'm supposed to be impressed. Come on. <laughs> All right, okay, and I met Ross when I was five, and it was at the Toys R Us. It was
1: the time I hit my head on the (laughs) merry-go-round.
0: Yeah, and then I saw a vision, and now here we are making a podcast. Follow us.
1: You're right to roll your eyes. It is a silly- um, Claim? Claim. Yeah. But apparently they're writing a book about it.
0: Okay, now I'm listening. All right. I want the book.
1: Yeah, we're eagerly awaiting Twin Ray. Keep writing. Another message here was that when you're attuned- then you'll hear the small voice telling you to get up, to go to the gym, to do something that's going to lead you towards this interaction, this encounter. Go to the gym, okay. That was the interesting option.
0: example. Okay,
1: who knows, you know? Uh, but whatever's out there, the universe, God, love, whatever you want to call it, yeah. Any ab- insert abstract concept here will lead you to you know the next step in yeah, your yeah, yeah, relationship yeah, 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 yeah. journey, yeah. which leads to number two, right time.
0: Okay, right place, right time. Yeah, okay. They're really making hay out of like some real quick advice here. Yeah, I was- Like number three, buy low.
1: (laughs) Step four, (laughs) sell high. Yeah, I was kind of waiting for this and sure enough, right time. And they really didn't elaborate on this one. This was their fastest point. Oh, good. It it really just, it seemed like the exact same message, but now they've said- Uh, Right place, right time. And also something about how this shouldn't come from a place of lacking. Okay.
0: Yeah, okay, I get that, uh, yeah.
1: Aspect three, right conditions.
0: Right place, right time, right conditions, okay.
1: So you might have made uh, like a list for yourself, but that list might just lead you to disappointment.
0: Mm, when you got that checkoff list where you're like, he's got to be over six feet tall and he's mm. got to drive a Porsche or whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: So you need to become your list. You do the deep work on yourself. Go to the Mm. shadows. So this is not the first time they've mentioned doing shadow work or, you know, Mm. encountering your shadows, but they see it as a positive thing.
0: Right. Very Uh, common in these circles.
1: Shakina Ma lets us know it's not about how someone else can make you feel. It's about how you can make someone else feel. And Mm. this is a phrasing she used constantly in this talk. The beloved
0: Ah, this will come back. Must okay. come
1: first, yeah. Uh-huh.
0: Oh, I'm so glad we're talking about this because I think okay. I think this will all come together with the class I took. Ooh, okay. It's like you are one and I am two.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Inside. Somehow she got onto devotion in that thought uh-huh. and said that...
2: Devotion is the key to feeling inside of you something that you never knew possible. And it will bring you to tears. And those tears, those tears will allow you to feel an emotion inside of you that will blast open the gates of your heart.
0: (laughs) Okay.
1: (laughs) And courage is needed here. Okay. All right.
0: She's really vamping at this point. Mm-hmm. She's got like five <laughs> notes on like a cocktail napkin. And she's like, all right, we did buy low, sell high.
1: I mean, that's their whole thing. If they gave this talk, they could bullet point it in three, yeah. three minutes. Totally. You know? But they are very good at... Uh, vamping. Vamping, yeah. yeah. Extemporizing. That's their skill. Mm-hmm. Sinanda G. had a lot to say
0: extemporizing. about...
1: Extemporizing. Her Her eyes. Her
0: eyes-ing. Oh.
1: I'm trying to do something with extemporizing. <laughs> And it's not happening. It is <laughs> <He's>
0: temporizing.
1: <laughs> so uh, Sananda G has a little message about how the conditioning is not you, but we all have our conditioning from our parents and what's been mm-hmm. learned. Sure. True. That's true. Though he also talks about soul karmic records. So that may not be true.
0: Okay. Huh.
1: But the point there is that a relationship can help you see more clearly. And actually, I kind of like this point, because at least the mental image I was getting was that by spending time with someone else and sort of seeing their conditioning, it Mm -hmm. makes you a little more aware of yours, the way that they react to your things. Normally, you just want to know that they stand out, you know, your aspects, your Um, behaviors. So I was like, okay, okay. mm -hmm. That that was kind of helpful. All right. And finally, aspect four, the right connection. Okay. So... What level of bioenergetics are you looking at?
0: Oh, finally. Okay. Um, (laughs) I think I'm at a six.
1: The (laughs) ascended relationship involves not just the seven chakras, of course, but many more. And that here here he's just going on his thing. You know, he can just throw out a ton of chakras terms Mm. that you're like, what's this? What are we talking about now? Yes, totally. He said it's called the mystical third. Where two bodies come together and create a whole new energetic field.
0: Oh, I see.
1: Yeah, two become one. Okay, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah.
0: Very. Um, Hedwig and the Angry Inch.
1: Oh, I don't know that.
0: Oh, the Origin of Love song. Oh, that's no, really great. Don't know it. Okay. Well, anyway.
1: I know there is a play and a movie.
0: Oh, yeah. I think you'd love it. you never seen it? No. Oh, I think you'd love Hedwig. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right.
1: Also, a lot of uh, sacred feminine, sacred masculine framing. They talk a lot about the feminine and the masculine and this... Whole idea that there is feminine in the masculine, masculine in the feminine, and to the point where, like you were saying earlier, you wonder why are you using these terms? Because right,
0: right, why even do we, that? Then what's this for? Defending? Yeah,
1: but just along with beloved, that was another refrain. Okay, so you have to serve the sacred feminine, even if you're within the masculine body.
0: Okay, like kind or uh, I'm what sure that, that could like. be
1: appreciated. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. That was just to underscore the importance of service. Okay. And then Shakina Ma says, how may I serve you, my love?
0: <laughs> this really sounds like they're just offering each other oral in front of all of you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right.
1: It was intimate.
0: It's a real hot fight.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so this was a little interesting insight, I felt. Sanandaji was talking about just sort of how misalignments can express themselves in relationships and uh, he was recommending that you acknowledge to the other that something they did or said, or maybe even unrelated to them, has put you in a triggered state. He kept using that. Oh, phrasing. interesting. Okay. And uh, where you have kind of the ability to say, "Hey, I realize I'm I'm feeling upset right now, and mm-hmm. it's not necessarily because of you. I'm just I'm
0: oh, that's a good skill, feeling. Feeling yeah. a
1: little triggered, and just wanted mm-hmm. to make you aware of that. And then he said, "It's very easy to follow up with that and." Thus, you really shouldn't do this, and he was kind of discouraging us from getting into the blame game. And Mm. yeah, okay. Sounds yeah. pretty uh, sophisticated there.
0: Now, was he arguing that that trigger is a past experience or was he not putting that fine a point on it?
1: I think he would say that could be one of the triggers or it could be explained as like a pet peeve or conditioning. He would just say conditioning, conditioning. whatever yeah. form and that could come from both upbringing. But, but, but experience, but, but also, kind of
0: environmental impacts, not genetics, say.
1: Well... Could be genetics. I think he would allow that in the gate, and I think he would also allow okay. a bunch of spiritual stuff in the yeah, gate as he yeah. just did a, a few moments ago. So, right, okay. um, Yeah, I th- I'm sure we would agree with him on a lot of those components and not on some others.
0: Yeah, I just always wonder when people are like, I have this reaction because of this experience. I'm like, how do you know, though? Like, that's the st- that's the story that makes sense to you, but we don't actually mm. know our causes,
1: sure, but I mean, we can have pretty good guesses about some of them, and yeah um, and, yeah. and get closer and closer to truth, or get completely misguided and confused <laughs> yeah. I suppose it uh changes from situation to situation, but he introduces this idea here of four stages, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual. And said that those are tied to what we were just talking about with the right place, right time, right conditions, right connection. Mm -hmm. Uh, But he didn't like specifically say the physical is the right place and the Mm, uh, emotional is the right time. You know, you were left to make those connections on your own. Uh, But I did like that he said that you can use muscle testing or pendulums to help you test your energy field. And that can help you attune into. I think everything we've just talked about, like these triggers, how well you're aligned. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: uh, Oh my god! Imagine the suspense is like you're interested in a guy, and he pulls out this pencil, (laughs) and he's like, "Hold on, let's see."
1: And then she says, "Well, that told me a lot." Bye. (laughs) Yeah, just every now and then, when he swerves, he swerves. Yeah. Uh, Shakina Ma had this whole idea about your dominant point. Do you transmit from your solar plexus? Is it about control? Mm. Uh, or are you in your crown? Maybe you're not grounded in the body. So she's talking about mm. these chakra points.
2: According to where you are dominant is where your magnetics will be. It's what will attract whatever your partner or whatever energy is going to be a vibrational match. Uh so true.
1: Again, with the magnetics. Yeah, then Synan has this whole thing about biosensory systems and how we need to go from a horizontal to vertical order. Hmm. So some, something's better hmm. about aligning north to south. And he says, we call it true north. And it's an elevator that goes down from the skull to your heart.
0: Oh, okay. Huh.
1: Um, and this was another interesting little insight. They were saying that the center of your consciousness should be in your heart, even though, yes, we look out through our eyes, we should think of ourselves as existing within our hearts.
0: This is interesting because I do have a physical sensation if I'm like sort of being riled up by something and I have to stop and think and be like, wait, 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 separate yourself from this reaction. What do you really think about this? There is this physical feeling of like settling into my chest.
1: The center of consciousness. Yeah. Moving there. Interesting. I
0: wonder what is what I imagine is happening there and how Ah. that affects how, the, how that interplays with this.
1: That's fascinating. I've I've only been able to move my center of consciousness with very deliberate effort.
0: Oh, really? During okay.
1: meditation. Yeah, and it's ah. like happened fleetingly and I go, oh, wow, cool. I moved it out of my head.
0: Oh, interesting. Not an easy I, thing I, for I, me to do. Oh, okay. I can do that pretty easily and I've had the experience of it just happening on its own. Oh, wow. Especially if I'm driving, like every once in a while, I'll feel just like, oh, I'm in my hands and it'll just be for a few seconds ah. and then goes away.
3: Okay. Yeah.
1: I remember reading somewhere that that was was kind of expected in common for Egyptian people that they thought of the mm. heart as the center oh, right. of mm-hmm. a person's being rather than the brain. Okay.
0: And they got married in Egypt. Whoa.
1: Right. And, and so Sanandaji is talking about higher sense perception and saying that that is the ancient Lemurian style So, another reference to Mm. Lemuria, most people are familiar with the Atlanteans and that lost civilization and their technology and everything. But the Lemurians are kind of like the other big. uh, Yeah,
0: they're the JV Atlantis.
1: (laughs) Prehistoric civilization that was lost, but their technology was so advanced. So, of course, science tells us nothing about either of these. Uh, This started a really long talk about the purpose of the masculine to fully surrender to the feminine.
4: Okay.
0: Hmm, Okay.
1: But the feminine must learn to trust the masculine. Okay. Uh, So there you go. That's the relationship. Feminine (laughs) trusts masculine. Masculine surrenders to the feminine. Okay. And without both of them, divine union is only a myth.
0: Okay. Not very brass tacks advice, but okay.
1: I don't know what to do with that.
0: Now, is there any acknowledgement here that sometimes you don't have an obvious dude and an obvious lady in the relationship? Nope. Okay. None of that. Got it.
1: I would be interested to see what would happen if someone brought that to them. Yeah. How they would. Um, yeah. Yeah. I feel like I've heard a lot of other people wriggle out of that just by saying, oh, well, what? Sure, that too. whatever you are in your alignment, you have aspects of both. Right. And so those dynamics are still going to play out. Right. Right. Okay. So let's talk about the levels of relationship. Okay. Flame mates. All right. So this isn't a stage of commitment. This is the stage of play.
0: Okay. Oh. Okay. Flirt. Flirting.
1: Yeah. okay. Okay. It's just camaraderie. It feels nice. It's friendship. Okay. All right. Nice. Flame mates. That's where you start. Okay. Second layer is heart flames okay so now you start to make a heart connection you're starting to do more inner work and in esoteric science the heart has 108 flames what (laughs) that's the number we've encountered before 108 is a holy number also the number of stitches on a baseball and uh, okay, so the
0: heart e- has 108 flames in what? what
1: esoteric would- science. In
0: esoteric science. Okay,
1: so okay. E- each flame uh, represents potentials or virtues that you learn in lifetimes. and And I'm thinking, okay, so let's say we've had these billions of years of lifetimes or multiple lived lives. When, yeah. do you, when do you hit the 108? Do they all light up at once? Do they mm. kind of change over time? Is this, it a
0: literal flame? This is is m- it a literal heart?
1: Okay, wouldn't have assumed a literal flame, maybe a literal heart, but who knows if you ask them. Yeah. But yeah, my uh, literalist brain was trying to think like, okay, is that all at once or does it take time to get there and light up all 108 of them?
0: And is it good? Do I want to light 108 flames?
1: Right, yeah. You have a fire. Well, anyway, so uh, that's what you do in this heart flames layer of your relationship. Okay. Okay, so the third layer is soul flames. Okay. Now you might have some contracts and some karma to work out.
0: Okay, okay. These are the serious relationships. Right,
1: now you're making some bigger plans about how you two are playing off of each other for the long term, for the spiritual realm. Yeah, okay. Yeah, all these contracts, whenever they talk about contracts, I do picture like a little piece of paper somewhere Mm -hmm. squirreled away in a a Akashic record or something. Totally. But it seems quite binding. And yet there don't seem to be like, you know, what are the consequences if you don't uh, fulfill a contract?
0: Oh, good point. Yeah, I guess you get sent back and you have to start over probably.
1: Uh, Yeah, I guess you get some kind of um, suffering or slow down in your life or momentary distraction. You get taken off of the path. That seems to be the kind of punishment that happens. Breach of contract. Yeah, you weren't uh, attuned to your contract. So this is where you were asking about whether this was all romantic relationships. And they were saying these same connections can also play out over mother-daughter relationships, father-sons, many other relationships. Platonic, yeah. Yeah, they don't have to be uh, related.
0: No, mother-son, not always platonic. You know what I mean? Whoa there. You never know. Oedipus Rex.
1: You got wrecked. All right, so here's a quote from Shakina Ma that I thought was pretty weighty. So you
3: have the mapping of the stars in your actual energetic field already.
2: Absolutely, you agreed to this. Yeah. You it, agreed to this when you came in, that the moment that you took breath, the snapshot of the stars gets brought into your pronic tube which is also similar to the governing meridian that goes down your body, and you receive that data and information, and it starts to populate. It starts to create reality. It starts to create the people that you're going to come in contact with. It starts to create the events that you're going to be brought into so that it is a vibrational match. It must be, or you wouldn't experience it. Oh, beautiful.
1: It's a real masterpiece. And I don't know, I always get my hackles up whenever I hear a phrase like, you agreed to this when you came here. Oh, yeah. That you set yourself up for this because you made these promises in your previous lifetime. Mm -hmm. Okay. Not wild about those implications.
0: Yeah, totally.
1: Uh, But at this phase, you're going to have experiences, both good and bad, happening. And Shakina Ma says, this is the best part. And oh. Sanandaji is disagreeing with it. He's like, though, sometimes it doesn't seem like it. <laughs> and and she says, oh, no, the soul loves every moment of it. And he's oh. like, well, I might not.
0: Whoa. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's like, whoa, spicy. OK. Wow. And she said, and the conscious mind might have complaints, But the soul is loving it and the design. Oh, my
0: God. She's the soul. He's the mind.
1: So, yeah, they're having a little moment here. So he says, it's like a river. And so she interrupts and says, it's like a hose that has a a kink in it. You have to push hard or gently correct. And he says, so the unkinking of the heart. And she interrupts him and says, that's not a word. (laughs)
0: This is the first non-word she's ever taken umbrage to. I know.
1: He makes up so many words. And yeah. now like, unkinking is not a word.
0: This is great. I also love that he started out with water imagery. He's like, it's a lake or it's a river. And then she's like, it's a hose. <laughs> it's a hose
1: with a kink in it. <laughs> that is not a river for sure. It's a sure.
0: straw.
1: So he kind of smiles and tries to laugh this off and says, OK, so it's a fancy language to say that your field manifesting to work that kink out. And then your work gets uploaded for others? Okay, that's cool. So you resolve these records, that's what you're doing in this third stage, and then you elevate to a higher frequency of perception and vibration and now you're ready for the fourth and final level. Okay,
0: thank God. What is it?
1: Well, we started with flame mates.
0: Yes. Then oh, twin ray.
1: Heart flames, soul flames, and finally twin flames. flames. Okay. Yeah.
0: I've certainly heard of that.
1: Yeah, which, you know, we got readings and kind of had the distinction there between twin flames and soulmates, mm. you know, kind of distinct ideas. But yeah, they've locked onto the whole twin flame idea and now they are twin ray. Yeah. So, so, okay, the fourth level is twin flame. And when you're in that kind of relationship, now you're focused on service to humanity.
0: Oh, interesting. I usually hear Twin Flame as like uh, a really intense kind of enmeshed relationship where everything's really fiery and maybe you inspire each other, but you also make each other mad and you have a lot of fights and stuff like that.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, I just think of a very similar concept to Soulmates that uh, you're operating on the same level together. Mm -hmm. The universe really is putting you together together. Because yeah. you belong together. So this is the most powerful container for an ascended relationship. And lucky for them. Mm hmm. And Twin Flames typically come together in their last lifetimes.
0: Oh, isn't that interesting? That is. It makes me think that they are actualized and not going to have another lifetime.
1: That's right. They're free of the karmic cycle. You okay. got it. Interesting. Terry's paying attention. And and I think she told us at some point, well, though it doesn't have to be. You can choose to come back. But yeah, typically you've already gone through all the, the lessons of the hero's journey. And now you've gotten to the point where... You can have a final life. You don't have the obligation to come back.
2: Right. Okay.
1: One of the main jobs of the twin flame relationship is activism.
2: That's right. And one of the main jobs of a twin flame relationship is activism. Mm -hmm. They are out there. They are
3: paradigm shifters.
2: They are paradigm shifters, but are still living in duality at the same time. They have not yet moved out of duality. So there's still they're out there the the activism, there's you know I don't know. Fighting for
1: You know, fighting for and then she can't think of a single example of something that <laughs> of you would
0: cause. I've I've never done it, but <laughs> <laughs> one could. I mean, one that's, could care. Of about course, that's something. what we do,
1: but Ooh. what would that be? Now that I think
0: about it, our whole thing is very circuitous. It all comes back to us, doesn't it? Oh. Mm.
1: Thought that was revealing. Beach
0: cleanup? <laughs>
1: And uh, Sanandaji jumped into Bailer out and he said, well, it's on different levels. It's spiritual activism.
0: Ah, mm. yes, yes. The yeah. kind where you can't really tell if you're doing anything.
1: <laughs> like all of these uh, little organizations that they've founded to right. do grid work. So, so that was pretty much it. And then they actually did open up for questions and they took questions for Okay,
0: a while. nice. Did people ask like straightforward questions and were they able to answer them?
1: Yeah, there were some good questions. Like there was a person asking about the seven permutations that I guess they didn't talk about. And they hmm. said, oh, yes, yeah, so there are seven chances that you get to do this right, essentially. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you can have all these failed relationships, but uh, it sounds like seven times the charm.
0: In the same lifetime?
1: Uh, that wasn't specified. So I would assume that could extend across multiple lifetimes, but huh. it seems like they've given us far more than seven lifetimes. I don't know. It, huh, you're right. More okay. questions are raised here. Yeah, okay. Uh, at one point, Shakina Ma was talking about a concept from Kabbalah and she pronounced it Kabbalah. Mm. I thought that was interesting. Mm. Yeah, masculine has to do yes. most of the work. The feminines are waiting, they're like, come on already.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and it's yes. the men that
3: need to pick up. <laughs> yes,
2: in in Kabbalah, in Kabbalah the, um, the female are known as the helpers.
3: Yes, this is funny. <laughs>
2: just waiting <laughs> and there to support and and gently uphold but it's the one with the wisdom
4: yes
0: yes beloved pretty bible-y
1: totally uh, sananda g had the advice to uh, first put down your phones that's a good mm. step in building those strong relationships okay uh, so have time where you stop electrical communication together
0: okay yeah that's yeah. all right again good advice. kind of yeah kind of typical advice but sure can't um, always be in your phones.
1: So there was a lady who asked a really long question. I couldn't hear it, uh, but it was like one of those like two minute long sort of like speeches about mm. her own spiritual guide. Is the sense that I got? Mm, okay. And they responded to this saying, oh, "Okay, well, the being you speak of is part of the Galactic Alliance of Light." Oh, that's exciting. They,
0: they knew it. Okay. Yeah. They knew the guide.
1: And I guess that guide is currently working on other levels. Yeah, I think this might have been someone that she knew in this life who passed. Oh, okay. And so now that now they're working on some other levels. And I just thought this was interesting. In this answer, they mentioned that we, this is Shakina Ma talking, she mentions that we, Ascended Masters and the like, have to change the frequency in order to come here completely. Others do not. So uh, she was making huh. this big statement about how when you're at this high level of development, like, like her, she is, yeah. yeah, and Sananda G, that uh, it's a lot more work to come here to earth.
0: Interesting. Okay. Yeah. You have to sort of lower yourself in some way.
1: Well, change the frequency. Right. Um, so I guess it's maybe more
0: woman up there on that cross.
1: Maybe she's referring to her walk ins that have Mm, filled her body. Yeah, okay. Anyway, so at the end of, uh, they answered like, you know, six or seven questions. Uh, Then Sanandaji said, well, beloveds, uh, we'd love to take all your questions, but we must honor the time. Shakina Ma makes a joke that uh, we, uh, we're we not good at keeping time, essentially. Oh, sure. So, yeah, fair. Relatable. This like really like jazzy, poppy music pops up. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell they're like, wait, what's going on? That's not right. So then they finally go back to playing the G-Rum, G-Rum, J-J-Rum song, and they're happy with that.
0: Okay. And uh, that, nice. there
1: you go. That's uh, your ascended relationships.
0: Okay. Well, I feel finally ready to take the next step with Drew, thanks yeah. to this, I'll be in the right place, right time, right circumstance. Good, yes. Um, and I'm gonna. Ooh, I don't remember what the
1: other right connection. Tips were.
0: Right connection. Yeah. yeah, this these are not even insightful.
1: Yeah, I, there were little good little pieces here and there, but all of those could have been said in under five minutes for sure.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and uh, then they were they were kicked out of that room. Just like I was kicked out of the room for them because Deborah King was on her way.
0: Oh, and I was gonna go see Debbie Kay.
1: Yeah, so uh what a what a fun conference.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. The
1: people you see.
0: Do you think that Boy Ray and Girl Ray play board games together?
1: That would be a very good way to cultivate a relationship. You put the electronics down. Yes. And you pick up the cardboard box Mm -hmm. with a game in it.
0: Mm -hmm. Like Hunt a Killer.
1: Nothing brings people together like solving a murder. Mm,
0: Exactly. Do you have what it takes to Hunt a Killer? Today's episode is supported in part by Hunt a Killer, the mystery entertainment company that creates immersive murder mystery games. Speaking
1: of which, you Mm -hmm. and I played a haunted killer game. And Drew. Well, we needed Drew. Drew was exceptionally helpful.
0: (laughs) Yes, definitely. He got there way before either of us. We
1: played a new one none of us had done before. So this was our first time together solving one of these mysteries. And it was called Body on the Boardwalk.
0: Yes, it was about uh, an incident at a theme park on a boardwalk and we had to figure out who got killed. Well, no, we knew who got killed. But we had to figure out why, who, how they get confused What's the that it motive? was someone else? Yeah.
1: Yeah, you got to answer all these things. You don't just need to find the killer. You need to know the motive and the opportunity.
0: So you examine the evidence. You eliminate suspects. And then you catch a killer with this immersive, engaging storyline with lots of plot twists. And it
1: was all contained within the box. We opened it up. And there's a whole bunch of pieces of paper in there. There's a little locked lockbox. So you have to like figure out, what. okay, what are these papers that they've left us? Oh, okay. This is like the nighttime shift schedule. All right. We'll probably need that. It's got a lot of names on it. And then I got my hands on this one that was like, um, everybody speaks in code in these things. They've all worked out code. So I've got to crack this code and someone's written a message to someone else. And I got so (laughs) hooked. <laughs> hung up on this. I like trying different letters and finally we figured out there was another piece inside the lockbox. <laughs> yeah, I was that, like,
0: is it this?
1: I was like, oh, yes, yes. that's the same triangle shape. Uh this will help. And so thankfully I was on the right path, but I was being very slow. So while Drew was piecing together the clues and Carrie was reading all kinds of stuff, Ross was just busy staring at this <laughs> one thing, trying to we needed it decode it. We- yeah, it did come in handy.
0: So that can be you. You can use problem solving and deduction skills to determine what evidence is relevant, who's telling the truth, and ultimately define the means, motive, and opportunity with your friends, with your family, It's a great game night opportunity.
1: That's right. These relationships could be romantic or they could be any relationship.
0: It's so true. Or you could do it by yourself.
1: Whatever kind of flame you've got. One person would be fine. That's right. You can even do it solo. If so, let us know. I would be very impressed because that's a lot of information to take in. Yeah,
0: I think solitary would be fun.
1: Yeah, totally. I mean, I would totally try one on my own. Um, But yeah, I got to give uh, credit to Drew because Drew is really piecing everything together. And finally, he's like, oh, I'm pretty sure. Well, and I had my criteria and I'm trying not to say anything because I don't want to spoil it for anyone who plays it but I was like okay well it has to be this type of person with this type of name (laughs) and everything he was saying like well that fit within like the three uh things that I was expecting so I sign on to your theory Drew and he was
0: Right. Teamwork, it makes the dream, dream work. work. So head over to Huntakiller at HTTPS colon slash slash bit.ly slash Hunt a underscore oh no.
1: I'm going to say it again just so, you know, people people just <laughs> pulled up their browsers and like, what was that, Carrie? <laughs> so HTTPS, it's secure, colon slash slash bit.ly slash Hunt a Killer all one word, underscore oh no. And it's, you, it's worth it. It's and if you so can, easy. If you can get that far, you're ready for the game. And you give us credit.
0: And then when you get there, you still need to use this code. It's oh no, O-H-N-O, for 10% off your order of immersive murder mystery games today.
1: And thank you to Hunt a Killer for sponsoring this episode.
4: Hey there, beautiful people. I am your favorite authoress, Travel Anderson of We See Each Other, a Black Trans journey through TV and film. You know,
1: this is supposed to be a promo for our show, Fantai, and not your book, right? It's called Multitasking. I can't with you right now. Travel and I have an (laughs) award winning show called Fantai that we both host, and it's a podcast where we dig into the complex and complicado Mm -hmm. conversations about the gray areas in our lives.
4: Perhaps there is a public figure of some sort and you're like, oh, that person's so smart and so charming, but you're also like, oh, that person gets on my
1: nerves. Okay, okay, you can catch us every week right here on MaxFun or wherever you get your slay-worthy audio.
4: And you can watch us on the YouTube every Friday.
1: That's Fanti,
4: F-A-N-T-I.
0: Well, I, I also took part in a love talk. At Twin Rays Academy And I thought It was going to be centered around romantic love But Um,
1: What was it called?
0: Oh, it was called Intro to the Divine Path of Love.
1: Was this an extension of those previous classes that you took, or this was like a whole separate track?
0: Well, it was inside the Academy. Mm -hmm. The other one that I took was separate, but there are three classes that they immediately will offer you for free if you sign up for the Academy. So I've taken two of the three, and I told you about one.
1: Gotcha. Okay. And was this one also sponsored by Unify?
0: No, or at least that wasn't mentioned. Well,
1: we should mention this just... Just because you talked about Unify in the last episode and a lot of people provided us with links. Unify is an organization that orchestrates global synchronized events that inspire community-driven action campaigns for world peace. And they had worked together with Twinray to create those courses that you were watching And make them available. And
0: they're unify.org.
1: So there we go. We've solved the mystery of unify. Got that. Thanks to everybody who sent us messages.
0: Okay, so The Divine Path of Love, as I listened to it the first time, I didn't quite grok exactly what the overall message was supposed to be. And then I listened back to my tape, to my two-hour and 45-minute tape, um, and... Uh, That's right. And decided, oh, I think they're talking about something totally different than I thought they were. Oh, wow. On the second re-listen. Huh. I think they're talking about following them.
1: And that's the love that we're talking about?
0: I think that's the path of love. Their path. Yes. I think it is being a follower of Twin Ray.
1: And that's when I saw two sets of footprints in the sand.
0: (laughs) So it was interesting. Once I had that revelation, then when I went back, I was like, oh, this all makes so much more sense. Oh, if wow. I just tell myself, you're not talking about love. You're talking about like loving you. <laughs> you're talking about me having a relationship with you and being in your uh, little circle.
1: Oh, weird. Yeah. But it was expressed more globally than that yeah. in a way that while you were listening to it the first time, you're like, I just didn't oh, get it. okay, lessons about love. Interesting. Yeah,
0: this is, oh, this is really broad and not really nailed down. And then the second okay. time I was like, wait, I think I get what this you're is. You're
1: recruiting.
0: Yeah, recruiting. Like there were a few times that I put in my notes like, oh, this is a sales Oh, this is a sales pitch. Oh. Now, um,
1: now I'm just thinking if you go to a physical place where they're giving one of those recruitment talks, and they serve refreshments, they could be recrudite.
0: They could. They should. Okay, so early on they told us that they're going to the that the purpose of this class is going to be to uphold us and give us what we maybe didn't get in our childhood. Whoa. Yeah.
1: Big promise.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's just sort of made it sound like, well, everybody Everybody feels that way. Everybody feels let down by Mm. their parents, but we'll be your new parents. Yeah. That's how it sounded. Wow, big. Yeah. So they're going to begin with what it is to find love. And in order to get to that love, they said sometimes there needs to be an inspiration. And that could be, for example, a teacher. Okay. And they gave gave other- A
1: teacher, any teacher. Yeah. (laughs) I'm <laughs> looking around wildly. Know, yeah, a anybody, teacher. Where would you find a teacher?
0: <laughs> um, they did say it could also be your family. It could be anything that brings you back to this feeling of love. But teacher, teachings, et cetera, will come up like a lot as a prime example. So, divine love is an incredible codex. It's the secret back door that takes you out of the matrix, hmm. which again, I think means. Following them.
1: I could feel my brain cresting over as you said it. I was like, fight it, fight it. What what was the content there? Okay, okay.
0: So for a little bit, they just talk about morning routines. It takes them several minutes to get through this. But basically, they're like, you need a morning routine that plugs you into divine love. So you focus on that throughout the day, like meditate, center yourself, whatever. Okay, fine. That took them 10 minutes to say. Oh, yes. Okay. Then they gave us two statements to reflect on. And here they are. I'll tell you the first one and then you guess what the second one is. Okay. The first statement is to know God is to love God.
1: And to love God is to know God.
0: That's right!
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wow, parallelism. (laughs) We reversed the sentence.
0: So then after this section is over, the little video wraps up and then you have to fill out these questions. And sometimes the questions at least have a question, but sometimes it's like a statement and then there's just a blank page you're supposed to type something. Uh-huh.
1: Oh, Carrie gives the best snarky responses <laughs> Oh, today. thank
0: you. But in this case, to know God is to love God. It said, take a moment and write and reflect what this means to you. <laughs> like, what? Like, it's so open-ended. Mm. Don't make me analyze <laughs> this thing you just said off the top of your head.
1: Oh, yeah. I can feel that discomfort of sitting down to the empty prompt and going, Okay. okay. To
0: know God. Here's, here's me trying to do it. Moment of reflection. Two questions. To know God is to love God, and to love God is to know God. Okay. Take a moment to write and reflect what this means to you. Oh. Okay. In my interpretation, to know God is to love God implies that God is is a great guy if you got to meet him, whereas, to love God is to know God. (laughs) Um, Let's see, (laughs) his gobbledygook, let's see. Okay, to love God is to know God. I mean, I really think she just flipped the sentence and thought about it later, but to love God is to know God. Um, okay. Implies that um, piety, piety itself brings greater knowledge of the divine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay, Okay. and you weren't being just graded like, on this, right?
0: No, no. Right. But I kind of didn't know what would happen at the end. Like, Yeah,
1: will someone see this? Yeah, Evan? yeah, I assume
0: they are. I would be monitoring that if I were running a class. I don't know. Anyway, so I won't make you listen to every time that I do that, but I was just puzzling through all these questions, like trying to figure out yeah. what exactly was being asked of me.
1: Certain things like that I'll think of. My dad used to always describe as a teacher these forms that would come where you had to, like, fill out a binder of feedback. And then you'd hand this in, you know, all of these plans and goals for the future. And someone would take it, thank you for it, put it in a stack. And he's like, no one oh. ever, ever is going to look at this. Oh. Why did I do all this?
0: He would have to do it as a teacher?
1: Yeah, Huh. state goals and missions for the year. Oh, I see. Feedback, and it was just kind of a requirement that everyone had to do this, oh. but pretty sure there was nobody oh, who was assigned painful. to actually read
0: it. that's painful. So, okay. They are trying to sort of express how to get back into this state where you're radiating love, but you're also absorbing love, but you're in bliss, but you're sending out bliss, and they go on about that for a while. Just kind of cultivate that state throughout your day as often as you can. Come. And then they start, I think, Think encouraging people to give up their identities. So,
1: oh, what now? <laughs> so, they say
0: if you want to get somewhere or get something or be known as someone. This is never going to work for you. It's about dissolving all of those false narratives that you think you might be. That's temporary. It's returning to the eternity of love. You give up those things. It doesn't mean you can't have them. It doesn't mean you can't experience the blessings that life can offer. But it allows you to actually experience life fully as a playground of divinity.
1: Huh. Well, certainly name changing seems to be a hobby yeah. uh, for these folks and people around them. And also, it's one of those checkboxes in models of cult behavior where you're encouraged to accept a new name, a new identity, that it can help you a little bit dissociate from your former life and people around you. Right. So a little bit of a red flag there.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I had the same thought. And it's interesting, too, that that stuff can happen without intention. You know, like, I don't think Probably twin rare sitting there being like we're gonna be cult leaders, mm-hmm. although maybe who knows. But I think it can also just emerge, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so they say sometimes it takes a teacher to fall in love with yourself. Okay. Yes. And
1: again, ah, uh, you're talking about yourself. Yeah, you're talking but-
0: about you. Anyway, here I wrote along in the. In the margin of my notes, I wrote, this really feels like two people doing performance art. It's such an on-the-nose thing for a would-be cult leader to say.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I'm getting this little glimmer of the possibility that I may not find happiness in life without a teacher's help.
0: Right, yeah.
1: Whenever I'm hearing these things, like you were talking about the morning routines, I just think in terms of like, what really is so different about your life? Sure. Yeah. You spent uh, half an hour meditating. That's great. Mm-hmm. Good for you. But you still had to brush your teeth. You still had to put your clothes on. You still had to check your mail. You still had to pay taxes. You know. Yeah. You, you, all of our lives look pretty similar on if, a basic level. If
0: if one of your ancestors from a hundred years time traveled here, mm-hmm. they would be more struck by how similar your life is to mine right then you know anything Yo, else
1: what is the end goal here and what is the end benefit you know like you know you may live into your 90s or something you ate healthy good job but really like what did you gain that, yeah that I don't I from- mean
0: unless they find like pure happiness then sure.
1: sure yeah yeah but is that what I see do I see them mm-hmm. as purely happy beings maybe Yeah. I guess we'll
0: see. Okay.
1: All right. Carry on. Um,
0: (laughs) Okay. So, in order to get this kind of love, your heart must be completely pure. And if it is, that's a fail safe.
1: Is your heart completely pure? I
0: guess so. I guess so. Okay. Uh, Then you're going to experience the blessings of love. But if you don't do that, that's on you. Wow,
1: that's a high standard. Completely pure.
0: Right? (sighs) It it reminds me of Rhythmia, where it's like, oh, if you didn't get your miracle, it was because you weren't committed enough. Totally. It's like the same kind of little built in escape hatch if you don't get what you want from them.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: (laughs) And she says something kind of condescending. She says, uh, well, we thank you for opening your heart as much as you can right now to listen, <laughs> to let love in. Mm. Uh, you have to make the room. You need to make peace. I don't know, it just felt like she was saying, like, you're not on my level, but thank you for, you know, oh, okay. trying to get there as much as you can. Oh,
1: okay. The, the at least the way I heard that was thanks for, you know, I realize this is a lot right now and thanks mm. for doing the best you can right now to kind of listen and okay. internalize this. Yeah, fair enough. Throw her that olive branch.
0: Oh yeah. Okay. So you mentioned that word beloved.
1: Mm. Um mm-hmm.
0: in the next video, they mentioned that they call everyone beloved. Because they share that with their community It's a way that they like identify other members Of their community
1: Okay,
4: We call everyone beloved And we share this With our community all the time Because it's be love And be loved (laughs) And you truly are Beloved And you truly are loved This is really the gift of life To experience love and to share love. And in this transmission, we want to take you deeper.
0: And I think this transmission is, again, their orbit.
1: Interesting. They call everyone beloved. I noticed that we uh, will probably talk about this at some other point, but we had gotten a message from someone in their organization who had a first name and then the last name was Twin Ray.
0: Mm-hmm. And,
1: uh, you know, I'm already seeing this playing with names going on here. Oh, sure. So, okay, all beloved. All right.
2: We are all one.
0: In this video, they also did a rather long meditation. And I was really struck by this. As she was pulling us out of the meditation, she said, And when you look into our eyes, you will see the entirety of the universe.
1: Whoa. Yeah. Did you screenshot the entirety of the universe?
0: (laughs) No, I didn't. I didn't.
1: Yeah, it didn't seem like there'd be enough pixels, but (laughs) all right.
2: And when you look into our eyes, you will see the entirety of the universe, the emptiness and totality in one moment, looking right through you
4: as love looks upon you.
2: Let this heal
4: you. May love be your divine reflection and only reflection in this life. And may you reflect that love and the light of love to all lives on this glorious earth plane. We love you.
0: Yeah, they love us.
1: That's some heavy lifting on the uh, power of suggestion there. You know, looking in our eyes, you see the whole expanse of the universe looking through you. Wow. And uh, just the way he phrased things there, I definitely felt the sense of uh, extemporizing that he was just kind of coming up with it in the moment. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they set a yep. teleprompter with all the things they needed to cover that they Definitely. just agreed, okay, we're going to talk about love, right? And love's going to be a metaphor for us, right? Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. <laughs> right, all right, let's right. do it. Roll. Love is coming and hanging out with Good us. Good to go. So they mentioned that they have a mantra. Ooh. It is, whatever I receive, I accept, and whatever results come from my actions, I accept.
1: All right, well, that sounds like a restatement of what we've heard where, oh, whatever the universe shells out for you, well, you kind of had it coming.
0: Oh, And I'm true. accepting it. Well, it sounded to me more like the um, that prayer, like the AA prayer. They accept accept oh, yeah. what I
1: serenity prayer. Yeah, serenity which prayer. I'm I'm a fan of.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that's how I grokked it. It's just like I accept the things that happen to me to the extent that I can't control them. Oh, okay. But like I accept how my actions affect the universe. Also,
1: I'll sign on to that interpretation.
0: Oh, you mentioned the human heart. Yes. The human heart is actually the greatest technology that ever existed in any universe. The physical human heart.
1: Don't know how to evaluate that, but hearts are pretty great. They're cool. They keep us going.
0: Yeah. Great it's technology. That it's the human heart in particular.
1: Yeah. And tech- does technology really apply well to something evolved.
0: Right. Mm. Yeah, I wonder what they think of that. Have they talked about evolution?
1: Well, they certainly use that word. Sure. But yeah, True. not uh, in terms of biological evolution. Yeah, uh, with many of these beliefs that we look into, and this one included, I always really... Wanting to know, like, okay, what do you think the actual history of the Earth is? Mm Because we know they believe in Lemurians and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I remember that was one of the questions I really wanted to ask John Edward. What is your vision of the history of the planet? Because at what point did these spirits come about? Was it somewhere between the split with us and the most recent common ancestor of the chimpanzees? Mm. You know, would you give a date to that? Anyways.
0: I learned on Hidden Mickeys, my other weekly podcast, that Natalie thought that the Big Bang was what killed the dinosaurs. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. So, you know, you just never know what someone thinks about old history. You just never know. Okay, so the pineal gland actually matches up with the heart chakra, and that does a special thing. So... Twin Ray started broadcasting an energetic charge directly into my heart. Oh, hey. Which helped me connect to the pineal gland and thus to my third eye, which made me more psychic. I haven't noticed anything since, but that's what happened. All right.
1: Well, I still feel congratulations are in order. Thank
0: you. Okay, so they did cover, finally, an hour and a half into this class, they finally define the type of love they're talking about. They say, we're not talking about the romantic ideal of love. That's beautiful. That's sacred. But we're talking about the love that allows you to have this life, the awakened presence and awareness a pure consciousness, pure spirit, a holy sacred spirit.
1: Yeah. And they're talking
0: about following them.
1: And why, yeah, why use the word love there? But okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think they they must just like, when they're sitting in their bliss, that must just feel like the right word for them. Okay. But for me, that okay. has a specific definition and I'm like, what, what are you talking about?
1: Yeah, I don't feel like love is one of those things that needs to be broadened to encompass more than it already does. Oh
0: yeah, totally. Already it's so big. Exactly. Okay, so we should be harnessing these openings to what lies within us by being present present to love and receiving these activations so you see what i mean like it really sounds like they're talking about yeah yeah. okay yeah okay good i'm just glad i'm not alone
1: i think this pans out
0: and then they asked if this was your last breath to take in your last moment before the grand celebration of eternity what would you do Whoa. what would you offer what would you sacrifice sacrifice in order to have a sacred life it's getting intense right
1: yeah Boy, my first thought is just like, oh, I need to offload all of the important information very quickly. Cara, do you remember the password to access uh, all the other passwords? (laughs) And I love you. Bye.
0: (laughs) This particular video ended very suddenly. Well, very suddenly and very slowly (laughs) in that with no notice, suddenly the Zoom call on which they had recorded this initially turned into split screen and there was another woman just singing. But she had not been introduced. <laughs> like, it's just suddenly like twin ray are gone. And this lady's like singing. And I was like, what the fuck is happening?
1: And did they stop talking while she sang? Yes. Okay.
0: Yeah. Huh. It was so strange.
4: Hold you in all moments that you take breath. In spirit is the breath of life. Allow yourself to take breath <laughs> and honor life. So it is.
2: <laughs> Why?
0: Hey.
4: Thank you. Oh. We love you. And thank you for being a part of this beautiful movement of awakening love.
0: Okay, so suddenly it's split screen, and we realize that the music that's been going on in the background is a third person who has called into their Zoom call, um, and she's singing. Uh, But she's just like in a studio in her closet or whatever. Um, But we still see twin Ray. They're uh, grooving out to this.
1: (laughs) And this was all live? Like she was actually performing during the time of the call? Yeah. All right.
0: Huh. And then, but yeah,
1: no explanation of like, and this song is about this, right?
0: It just happens. Now and we're going to take a moment.
1: On. We're so happy to have Glinda uh, Ev- Everington. Uh, so her
0: name was um, Christina Hoffman. I could see okay. on her screen, okay, and she's a singer. I looked her up, but yeah, no, no explanation. <laughs> and then she sings for a really long time, like fifteen minutes. Huh? Yeah. And, and there are like seven people who were on the initial call. Who are, of course not live to me but are live to each other and they're just codified forever on this video because they're just the seven people who called in so they're all sort in, of waving. in gallery view are yeah just, exactly they're like oh okay the lady's singing Yeah. i guess it's I love too late it.
1: to turn my camera off so
0: <laughs> yep it's right. the strangest
1: vibe I mean, she's a good singer. Sure.
0: But like you're in taking a class mode. <laughs> so yeah. Someone's yeah. doing this.
1: You imagine in like a college court.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Like>. <laughs> so after Hadrian's wall was constructed, well, <laughs> someone walks in like singing like this. <laughs>
0: And then you can hear me start to skip ahead. <laughs> oh, what is she gonna sing this whole time?
1: <laughs>
0: really? Is she gonna sing this whole time? <laughs> oh my god! Did she sing for like? <laughs> oh my god!
1: I've
0: skipped ahead like ten plus minutes. <laughs> <let's> <laughs> Okay, you get it.
1: Yeah, wow, she's a total pro, but apropos of nothing.
0: Apro yeah, pro. So then they begin to close out. They tell us that there is no such thing as fear. There actually only is love. At which point, I'm like, if there's only love, why, why did I have to take this class, class for three hours? To find love. Yeah. So why do I
1: need to learn about ascended relationships?
0: Love is just everywhere. Well, great. I already had it
1: then. Yeah. What does a statement like that mean? Doesn't. Yeah, I think of so many counterexamples of things that are clearly not love, and
0: then they also tell us to discern between love and fear. But then they keep telling us like fear's fake.
1: Mm, yeah, I, I yeah, know. I don't like what this does to the brain.
0: Yeah, yeah. Did I make this analogy before? It reminds me of Donnie Darko.
1: Yeah, I think you did. Oh, okay. And it's a film I'm, I've seen, but I'm not very familiar with. So. Oh, okay. I believe you.
0: Yeah, that just sort of trying to like squash everything into your favorite mm. lesson. Okay. But it doesn't make sense. Anyway, so that was it. It took almost three hours. I answered <laughs> s- sort of questions. All right. Didn't get a grade, and then it was over.
1: That sounds like a frustrating experience for, for Carrie, <laughs> the Carrie that I know.
0: Um, oh, no, it was good. It was good. I mean, Golly was there.
1: Yeah. Okay. You had companionship. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for doing that. Oh, you're sharing welcome. Sharing it with us. Uh, well, I figured before we say adieu to Twin Ray, mm-hmm. I'd mention a few other things that we've picked up along the way. Okay. First of all, I got to say, just while looking online, you don't find too many things for them. But this one thing that really stood out was there was a couple that won an Ashland costume contest by dressing, <laughs> dressing up as, as twin Ray. And they even went into their store, the Haven store oh, and whoa. took pictures in there. Oh,
0: wow. Okay.
1: And they had the most exaggerated expressions. They were clearly having a bit of a laugh. Sure. It was hilarious and uh, kind of broke the internet. So I uh, <laughs> I salute them. That couple on Instagram is Im Imjulia, Im Julia. M. Julia, M. Julia. <laughs> Good name. Okay, but also, we've talked a bit about these various, like, organizations that they founded, and this is not even comprehensive, but I find that Akasha Sananda, a.k.a. Sananda G, a.k.a. Boy Ray, has this kind of wake of organizations, companies, businesses, initiatives around him, special technology names. So I thought I'd capture just a tiny bit of that. We'd mentioned before that when looking into his past that sometime around, well, I think in 2013, he met this guy who went as Christoph Melchizedek. Yes. And that they kind of formed a partnership after their uh, ayahuasca retreat together. So Christoph Melchizedek, uh, according to uh, records from these businesses, originally was Stephen Jack from New Zealand. Okay. Great name. Yeah.
0: Wonder why why I gave that up. That's a good name. Yeah. I guess that's part of the rules here.
1: He had his own Stephen Jack Limited, and then he'd... Changed the name of that to Christoph Melchizedek Limited. Oh, okay. At one point in 2017, he filed paperwork to incorporate a co-director of Christoph Melchizedek Limited called Akasha L Ra. L. Sananda.
0: Okay. Extra
1: names that like so many names floating around these people. Um, But that's our friend Harley Forrester who had taken on this name.
0: We don't know about Forrester though, right?
1: Pretty sure about Forrester. Maybe a different last name. uh, Harley, regardless. Mm -hmm. And so they then changed the name of this company again to. Crystal Star Creations Limited. Okay. (laughs) I think later the same year, there was paperwork showing that they had removed Akasha Sananda. Oh, no, buddy. My guess is that they had been doing this venture together, and then he met...
0: Girl Ray. Girl
1: (laughs) Mm Ray. And that he's like, you know what? I think I'm going to form a little corporation with her. Oh, right. And let's put you back as the sole share owner on your Crystal Star Creations. But in the meantime, both Akasha Sananda and Christoph Melchizedek... We're also involved in this like Children of the Sun Humanitarian Foundation and we're Mm. kind of listed as officers in that. They had the Institute of Divine Potential.
0: Ooh, okay.
1: They offered bioenergy field transmitter certification. Okay. So many other things going on. crazy. I also learned from those documents that... Uh, indeed, Akasha, Sananda, Harley, whatever you want to call him, did come from Australia. Okay. So the Adelaide thing probably checks out and that he was born in August of 1990, okay. sometime around the 11th.
0: Oh, August 11th is my mom's birthday.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. So then he also creates this thing called the Christic Energy System and mm. gets a trademark for that. Okay. And, and that has kind of carried through and is still available under the Twin Ray banner so you can still mm. learn this Christic energy system. They offer levels 1, 2 and 3 certification and we found a pretty hilarious description of that by someone who had gotten certified. Oh. So I'll read from wakeupyoursoulcreations.com. The Christic Energy System, registered trademark, is a newly manifested technology that Shakina Christ and Sananda mm, Christ.
0: Mm-hmm, I've heard this, yeah.
1: Founders and creators of Twin Ray. It's like, oh, okay, new names for them, sure. Yep. Have brought from a future timeline of Earth's golden age. Okay,
0: this is news.
1: And that's interesting, too, because, yeah, we've got some time travel involved here. But I also feel, like, kind of spiffy because you had mentioned earlier, like, when you think of a golden age, Mm -hmm. you think of looking to the past. Yes. Oh, wow, that was really the pinnacle. Those were the best times. That was the golden age, and now it has gotten worse.
0: Yeah, yeah, the salad days.
1: Yeah, so if they brought back from a future timeline, uh, then maybe they're a little more justified in calling it the Golden Age. Oh. They have- the perspective of a timeline beyond that. Anyways. I
0: see, okay. So
1: going back to the description on this page, the Crystic energy system connects directly to the purest, most potent, most sacred, and pristine energy field of consciousness. It is a direct link to the cosmic Christ and crystal star. <laughs> By the way, every time you see Cryst here, it's K-R-Y-S-T. The system goes beyond healing to create holing.
0: Oh, yes. A new, they did it again.
1: A, a new paradigm in healing. The KES is the most advanced energy system available. <laughs> the of most, course. The most advanced energy system and increases... Holding on all levels, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, we got to give this last paragraph because there's a bunch of bolded terms here. This comprehensive energy system will utilize the christic field of consciousness in conjunction with advanced celestial technology, <laughs> the solar intelligence, and neutrinos produced by the sun and the <laughs> okay. earth's crystalline matrix to imbue all levels of the physical body and light body with Christic alchemy and commence the potential for miraculous abilities.
0: Man, that's really just a kitchen sink kind of claim.
1: And in the trademark that Akasha Sananda filed for the Christic energy system, he says, the trademark is used in the following business, education services, namely providing mentoring, tutoring, classes, seminars, and Uh workshops in the field of Self-empowerment, personal success, fitness, wellness, personal development, educational services, namely providing panel discussions in the field of fitness, wellness, personal development, educational services. Uh, I think we entered the little loop here. <laughs> we just keep saying <laughs> the same words again. Uh, self-empowerment, personal success, wellness, relationships, personal development, and distribution of training material in connection therewith. Whoa my goodness. So enterprising. Huh. So that's a little bit of the kind of business history there.
0: And I know Twin Ray Illuminations in yes. California and their tax filing, it was like two and a half million dollars a year. Yeah. They
1: in. Yeah. Much smaller numbers when he was teaming up with Christoph Melchizedek. But yeah, Twin Ray Illuminations, that's the more recent formation that he formulated, uh, we think, with... Shakina Ma yeah they're earning like over two million dollars a year they're filing
0: yeah at least the filing I was looking at was from a version of the business that's defunct now but it was listed as a religious charity and yeah it was 2.45 million or something
1: but that's like what we just mentioned is not even comprehensive there's additional like the divine genome like all of these brandings and trademarks and businesses that get kind of opened and folded and uh, it's just it's wild
0: it really feels very american it feels very religious loophole-y it Mm -hmm. feels like yeah i found a place that i can just not the government will have no oversight
1: yeah i i think that's kind of what's happening here yeah and then uh, we should talk a little bit, too, about their mansion that they live in.
0: <laughs> yeah, so and they do.
1: they have the Haven Store as a storefront in Ashland. We've talked about that, where they sell the various stuff, you know, the, the crystals and the clothing and et cetera. But they also have this kind of compound mansion on 3300 Butler Creek Road in Ashland. Uh, originally, Great
0: address, I got to say.
1: Yeah, yeah. The estate is 11,000 square feet. Big. Big. It was originally known as the Circle of Terran Ranch. Mm, uh, be-
0: that was what that was.
1: Yes. Uh, so it was built in 2003 as a residence, but also it was supposed to become like a retreat center by a hand surgeon. Uh, his name was Scott Young, and uh, he also was a shaman, apparently. And Robin James, who writes under the pen name Sulara Young. Hmm. And she was the daughter of the founder of a financial services company called Raymond James. So I'm guessing that's maybe where some of this money came from. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anyways, originally this property and the the structures on it costs an estimated 15 to 20 million dollars to build. Wow. According to Oregon Live, where I got uh, pretty much all this information I'm sharing right now. And so these original builders designed the estate in honor of their son, Taryn, who uh, sadly had passed away, but they felt that in spirit, he inspired the design, I guess Mm -hmm. had input in the design. I'm looking
0: at the design and it's cool.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of sacred geometry. Apparently there's some T's for Taryn worked into the Mm. design. Okay. So then it uh, became known as the Circle of Trust property. They tried to list it at $10 million, mm-hmm. but it sold in 2014 for $1.5 million.
0: Whoa.
1: Big markdown.
0: Whoa. Yeah. Holy shit. Is that when they bought it? No, $1.5 They bought
1: it later. So I think-
0: It's like a house in LA.
1: Right, right. Yeah, so cheap. <laughs> you know, like- Relatively okay, speaking, okay. especially for the size for of it, what it is, and for yeah. the money that went into it. Oh, yeah. And the features of this place. So it has stained glass front doors. So much
0: beautiful stained glass. It
1: has a 10-sided double-story great room with a marble fireplace, an interior balcony, and several domed skylights. There yeah. are 11 bedrooms. <laughs> Guess how many bathrooms? Seven.
0: Nine and a half. <laughs> yeah, sure.
1: Three levels. A uh, commercial-grade kitchen. A glass conservatory. A 200-foot-wide lavender maze.
0: Yeah, I saw that.
1: A wind generator. A barn,
0: a whole barn.
1: Like renewable energy generation. Yeah, a barn with stables. A 36-foot geodesic dome. uh <laughs> Yoga rooms. I love this detail. One car garage. <laughs> <laughs> And apparently zoning restrictions had prevented the owners from using it as a church and spiritual retreat.
4: Interesting, okay. So maybe
1: that's why they were, like, trying to pass along. I'm not sure. Hmm. That's all speculation. but uh, That
0: that seems not American. It seems like you could make a church almost anywhere you wanted in America. Yeah, I'm not sure what
1: exactly. I have no details beyond that. But in 2018, so I'm not sure this is the same owner that got it at such a deal in 2014, though one might assume so. uh, The owner in 2018 was Norma Nakai Burton, who was offering a healing program called Journey to Complete.
4: Okay. So there's
1: certainly a theme in the people Uh, who inhabit this sacred geometry, Shangri La.
0: It's pretty, though.
1: So it sold to Twin Ray in 2020 for $2.6 million. So still kind of a steal.
0: I'm looking at this beautiful place and I'm just thinking like, imagine the cojones that you you're this rich and you wake up at this beautiful place and you just walk around in all your pretty robes and like, yeah, your life's like so easy. And then you're just turning to like a screen and being like, you know, actually, everyone can just wake up happy and (laughs) do what I'm doing. I'm rich. Why aren't you rich?
1: Right. Yeah. Right. Which again makes me ask, so what's so different about your life? Oh, you've got funding.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's really how this feels.
1: And when people sign up for in-person interactions with Twin Ray.
0: Holy cow. The
1: suggested donations are in the tens of thousands of dollars.
0: Yeah. It has like a little drop down menu, and the first option is something like
1: 20,000.
0: Yeah. Well, there's it's A, B, C, D, and A is like a weird sentence. And then B <laughs> through D is actual figures.
1: Yeah. You sent this to me. Uh, a is any donation amount required.
0: So what? What? You just click that? That doesn't make any sense. And
1: B is 20 to 30,000 thousand dollars. So that's
0: the actual starting point.
1: Yeah. C is forty to sixty thousand dollars, D is seventy to a hundred thousand dollars. And all I can think is what if I want to give you thirty one thousand? That's not an option.
0: (laughs) Well also what if you're looking at that and you're like, I do have seventy thousand dollars to spare, but I'm going to like click on 20,000. Like why wouldn't you click the lowest amount even if you had all that money? Right,
1: right. They really want to make you feel like whatever you can pay. Mm-hmm. And and that was the that was the headline there. Express the level of donation you are willing to commit towards your spiritual ascension and healing transformation. And that's funny it ends with a question mark. That wasn't a question.
0: I want to be in these people's heads so bad.
1: <laughs> Let me read it again as a question. Express the level of donation you are willing to commit towards your spiritual ascension <laughs> and healing transformation. Question mark. All financial contributions are tax deductible donations to of the course. twin ray public charity.
0: Of course. Oh yeah, that's
1: right. They have it's a public America. charity.
0: A public charity that
1: involved them getting two really expensive cats. I don't know. There's <laughs> there's so many interesting stories about these people. So it's,
0: it's amazing that more people already, of course, they're like you know, ungodly thousands of Americans starting churches. But it's amazing that more people don't run this idea through the system. Go like, well, I could could really shave some taxes off the top mm. of this, Were a church.
1: Yeah. And I think it just takes a certain combination of character traits to be able to pull this off. Yeah. And they have it. They
0: got it. And even though it, now. it
1: feels to you and me, and I think many other people who look at this as kind of a parody, feels tongue-in-cheek. It feels like they're putting it on cynical. Yeah. yeah. Uh, And yet it seems to be working for them.
0: And maybe it's real. Who freaking knows?
1: Indeed. And of course, we're open to that. But uh, we might have to see.
0: Twin Ray, come on.
1: Yeah. Hey, we'll talk to you. Convince us otherwise. Oh my
0: God, 100%. I'd be thrilled.
1: We'll swim in your word soup. (laughs) So this has been a real fun deep dive. When we first saw them, we were just uh, agape. Like, wow, this is... This is something else. Like, it wasn't quite like anything we'd seen up to this point. It,
0: it really just reminds me of art. It didn't. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, you know what? It also reminds me of Heaven's Gate, but just in the way that they talk.
1: <laughs> okay. <You> know, <laughs> not, I'm
0: not, not predicting a, a, you know, huge catastrophe here.
1: Well, that's a, an interesting point, because in addition to asking you, as I did earlier, like, how long do you give them as a couple? Mm-hmm. I've also thought for, especially like Teal Swan, I feel like it's only a matter of time before something bad happens the just the way that like teal swans organization is set up and the community around her we already know like she's had people in her uh, halo uh, die by suicide true but I just feel like her community may be eventually heading towards something more drastic like
0: oh I see a
1: heavens Gate. oh gosh okay a Jonestown just like with the pressure she puts on people and mm. the decisions she forces them to make and anyway so mm. uh, I like I fear for that yeah with Teal Swan uh-huh, and, I, uh-huh. and I was okay, yeah. I, I was tempted to ask you like do you have any fear for Twin Ray um,
0: and the people around them? Not yet. Not okay. yet. Like I, you know, it wouldn't be shocking if it went that direction, but not not yet. I, I actually feel like they've taken such a big swing mm. that it's It feels like an effort to be inconspicuous by being conspicuous, and it's like not landing. And instead, you're just like really conspicuous.
1: Uh, I don't know how successful it can be long term, but yeah, it, it is fascinating to watch. So,
0: Well, we'll check in. Definitely. Yeah.
1: So, uh, so yeah, this is the conclusion of our Twin Ray series. But hey, we might be back with more Twin Ray.
0: And next week we've got a movie review coming. Oh yeah,
1: Uh, that's right. We learned from someone you may have heard of before that we might get demons from a movie. So we'll let you know if we did.
0: Yeah. Buzz.
1: Uh-oh. Are you, do you need some water?
0: Oh, yeah, that's all.
1: Well, that's it for our show.
0: Our theme music is by Brian Keith Dalton.
1: Our administrative manager is Ian Kramer.
0: This episode was edited by Ross Blotcher.
1: Uh, you can support us. That's right. You can still support us at maximumfund.org slash join.
0: It's a co-op. Do it it's now. It's becoming a co-op.
1: You were listening to the whole Max Fund Drive, and you're like, oh, I really should have. Well,
0: do it. Just do it. We're not she asking. She won't have an apron.
1: We're not asking twenty to $30,000. We're asking $5 Mm-mm. a month.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Come on in. Help
1: make this Water's podcast fine. possible.
0: You can also write us a positive review. Yeah. You could write us a negative review and put it in your hope chest
1: those positive reviews really help us out and yeah. they uh balance out the people who came because they're angry because we talked about something very near <laughs> and dear to them
0: <laughs> that's true that, that happens
1: maybe they lack some objectivity oh uh, uh,
0: perhaps perhaps maybe. but also you can say whatever you want you tell the truth out there people
1: that's right keep it real as carrie says almost every time i leave <laughs> her presence
0: Oh, I guess so
1: do. By the way, speaking of supporting, this isn't supporting us necessarily, though it's supporting something that I care very much about, uh, Camp Quest West. I just thought yeah. I would remind all of you who have children, maybe ages 8 through 14, uh, if you happen to live anywhere close to the California area, Camp Quest West is having three more weeks of amazing camp this summer. Um, so there's two weeks in the NorCal location in Nevada City, And one week of camp in SoCal, that's where you'll find me at Wrightwood. And then that one's in late July. Look it up. Uh, If you got kids that age, also if they're 15 to 17, they can be in our leadership track. Or maybe you're interested in being a counselor. We can always use more of those. Anyways, if you're excited about camp life, but you don't want any of the indoctrination, you'd prefer to have your singing and your canoeing and your (laughs) archery and your rock climbing and your hiking uh, accompanied by some fun science and philosophy activities. Think about Camp Quest West. So you can go to campquestwest.org. There are other Camp Quests also around these United States. So if that's of interest to you and your family, it's, a I think, a really important experience, something I wanted for my son. And uh, he ended up doing it so long that he's now 21, and he's a counselor.
0: Hey. So,
1: and it has been for years, and he's great at it. Anyways, just wanted to shout that out because there's still spots available.
2: Hey. All right, hope
1: to see you there. Say hi.
2: And remember... So this is where those records are.
1: And this
3: is where the work is, is to work through
2: this is that the conditioning.
3: Because, yeah. This is the best part. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it doesn't seem like that. But you you, you come to learn that you, you make great boons from the progress that's uh, made.
2: But that's the funny thing. The soul loves every moment of it.
3: The mind might not. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the, the conscious mind says, oh, I didn't sign up for this. And the soul says, no, no, yes, we oh, did. did. <laughs> we did. And And this is where your treasures are in this moment to be able to say, wow, I really did sign up for this. And my soul is having the time of its life right now because it's getting to play all of the roles.
3: So this field of data and information, when they aren't completely circulating. So they're not circulating the information, these riverettes called nadis. Nadi means river. So when they're not flowing to the ocean, so to speak, and there's a little bit of a a block in the path, there might be a binding of sorts. There might be a blockage of sorts. The energy might not be flowing there.
2: It's like a hose that has a little kink in it. The water's there. It's ready to go. But if there's a little kink in it... It either has to push really hard to make its way out, or gently one can come and unkink it and allow the flow to continue.
3: And so the unkinking of the hose, or. That's not
2: a word. (laughs) In our most (laughs) technical
3: (laughs) description.
4: Since we reached our highest milestone during the Max Fun drive, we are creating a Max Fun Foley library full of sound effects from your favorite
0: hosts. The whole Max Fun community will be able to use it. So, what would you like it to feature? People high-fiving, walking through mud, chicken clucking, jazz kazoo? Head to maximumfun.org/foley. That's MaximumFun.org slash F O L E Y and submit your ideas. We're excited to make this silly thing together
4: and even more excited to see what you all create with it. And thank you again for a great Max Fun Drive.
3: MaximumFun.org
4: Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.